Welcome to Tea Time with Chris, a podcast that celebrates faith, humor, and the power of storytelling. I'm Chris Tomlinson, your host, and I'm thrilled to invite you to join me for engaging conversations with people from all walks of life. Together, we'll sip some tea or whatever you prefer and explore life's joys and challenges with a focus on hope, inspiration, and positivity. I'll also share some of my personal stories and some poetry to add a touch of intimacy and creativity to our chats. So join me as we spread love, joy, and laughter with each episode. Welcome to Tea Time with Chris. Welcome to episode 13 of Tea Time with Chris. As usual, I'm your host, Chris. In this week's episode, I am going to talk about a few personal experiences of mine to hopefully leave you guys feeling encouraged and full of hope and inspired to keep going and not give up. We will dive into that after we get to the tea flavor of the week. So this week's tea flavor is lemon verbena, I think that's how you say it. It is originated from South America and it is an herbal infusion made from the leaves of the Eloisia citradora plant native to South America. It is highly regarded for its intense and uplifting lemony aroma and flavor. Offers a refreshing and citrusy taste with a hint of sweetness and a soothing herbal undertone. Its potential health benefits, aiding digestion, promoting relaxation, and supporting immune health due to its abundance of antioxidants and natural compounds. I have not had that tea yet, and I'm not sure if I will, because most people know that I don't, I'm not a big fan of fruit flavored teas, but occasionally, it's very rare, but occasionally I will try fruit flavored tea just out of curiosity. But if you ever wonder I'm reading this tea flavor information from or why I even do that, the main reason is because I love tea. But also I have a newsletter that comes out every week on Monday. Each week is a different flavor of tea and you can read about it in the newsletter. And if you're interested in reading it, you can go to www.teatime.com wchris.com and you will see a newsletter tab you can click on and we'll have all the options of all the newsletters that I've created that you can read through so feel free to check that out so anywho let's jump into today's episode that I have entitled failure Also, 
we need to start seeing f sometimes failure is small steps towards something that's su successful. I know for me growing up, I went through a lot of a lot of things, a lot of stuff, and uh, most of it was pretty hard. But you know, when you go through certain things and it's a bad time or a bad moment, your failures seem to stick out more to you and you're more aware of them than you are of the uh, of the success that you've managed to accomplish along the way now success won't happen right away sometimes and yeah there's moments where it does but the majority of the time you're gonna fail along the way i can think of many moments throughout my life where at the time i felt like a total failure and maybe they were failure moments but now that I look back on them, I can look at them as steps towards success. Now, some of you, if not all of you, know my story of when I was burned. And after the incident, I had to relearn how to walk again. And it's very different than it was before because now I was having to deal with less skin, less padding on the bottom of my feet. I had to deal with bones that were fused. So my feet, when I walk, most people, your foot moves along with your steps, your ankle. With me, my ankles are fused, so my foot can't move at all. So I walk different than most people do. Then I know that it took me a lot, just a lot of tries and a lot of failures to get to be able to walk again. Now, growing up, I remember having to wear special shoes. I had to wear special braces and do all kinds of different things in order for me to be able to walk. And I hated wearing braces so much because my skin is so thin. And as I was growing, you know, sometimes the braces would get tighter around me because, you know, I'm growing. And then that would cause it to rub against my skin and cause friction. And I would develop sores and infections so many times from this. And I hated it because they were so annoying to put on and Sometimes it'd be so painful to put on and I didn't want to deal with it. I just wanted to be able to just slip on shoes like everyone else and just be able to walk. Came a time in my life as I got older. And yes, I probably could still wear braces and special shoes. But there came a point in my life as I grew up and gained the strength in my muscle, my leg muscles. And gained uh, the ability and the knowledge to understand how to walk with what I have. So there was a time that came in my life where I finally didn't have to wear braces or didn't have to get special shoes. I could now go to a store and just buy shoes and wear them. However, shoe shopping is something that I don't like doing. I like to only own one pair of shoes and hope to wear them for years and years and years and years. And I will wear a shoe until there's holes in the bottom and it's falling apart because I hate shoe shopping. Now the reason why is because my feet are different than most. My left foot doesn't really have any toes on it. It's very, the toes that are there are very small and conjoined together and it may be one tiny toe that's bigger than the other parts of it, but it's all basically just flesh just conjoined together with bumps that look like where my toes would have been. And it's, shaped the bottom of my foot of my left foot it's shaped 
as some doctors and stuff have said, it's shaped like a boat. It's round. It's on the bottom. And my right foot has all five toes, but they're a little stiff. Like I can't move from side to side and around. They can only move up and down. But it's more of a foot than my left one. So it's kind of hard to shop for shoes when one foot is way smaller than the other one. So unfortunately, when I buy shoes, there will always be one foot that's moving around a lot in one of the shoes because it's a different size. And most stores don't want to sell you one right shoe that's in one size and one left shoe that's in another size because then that leaves a pair of shoes with two different sizes too that they can't sell, you know. And also, I didn't want to stick out more than I already do and have two different size shoes and people like look at it and act like, whoa, why this guy got... I don't know. That's just my own personal struggle that I deal with. So I just deal with one shoe that's a lot bigger than the other one. It's just tied tighter. And sometimes if I have to, I'll put socks, like stuff socks in the upper part so it's filled so I can walk. But it took me a lot to get to that point to be able to walk. Other times I can remember throughout my life was, as I've talked before in past episodes, I tried out for sports, and many of those times I failed. But yet, it led me to do other things that I was able to acquire knowledge on how to keep score for sports and how this sport works and that sport works and what goes on behind the scenes and so on. So it may not have led me to what I thought I wanted or what I thought I needed, but it led me to something different in another form of success. A lot of times we look at ourselves and the failures stick out, like I said previously, and we tend to just focus on that. And a lot of us might just give up after the first failure. And we think that, okay, well, I failed, so that means I can't do it. Obviously, I don't have this skill or this talent or whatever it may be. And you just give up after your first failure. Now, there's some people out there that don't. They just keep going. And they keep going and going until they know how to do this set skill or they acquire the skill or the knowledge to be able to perform whatever it is that they failed along the way, but they eventually got to success. I can think of many times in school where I failed a lot of things because I missed a lot of school being in the hospital. And I would come back to school and not know or understand what all I've missed. And it took me a lot of tries to get through schoolwork and Eventually, I had to drop out of school at 11th grade because I was repeating 11th grade. It was like my third time about to repeat 11th grade because I missed so much school. And the school I was attending at that time didn't have tutors. They would expect me to figure it out on my own and make up all the work. So when I dropped out, I immediately went into GED courses and took classes. I didn't take my GED test right away because... I wanted to, you know, be prepared, study, and actually put in the work for, you know, a diploma. So I took GED classes, and at first it was really hard, but over time I got better and better and took my GED test, and I passed the first time. And I actually was in the top 10 of, the, of my class that got the diplomas, and although throughout high school I failed so many times, it eventually led to success. Growing up, or looking back now, as I was growing up, a lot of times I thought all the hospital visits I had 
all the surgeries, all the pain I went through was all just failures because I was a failure. Because of what had happened to me was me failing as a human. And I had all these issues that were wrong with me that had to be fixed. And now that I look back at them, those weren't failures. Those were all successes that worked all the way up to what I am now. Everything I had to go through taught me different things of perseverance, not giving up, and that sometimes pain means you're gaining something. There's many people throughout history that have failed and became successful. I can think of Isaac Newton. He failed many, 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 many times throughout his life. And yet we think of Isaac Newton as a genius. You know, obviously he was. He had the laws of motion. He uh, built the first telescope. He developed, invented calculus. But yet when you look back on his early life, he was a disappointment to his tutors and his teachers who all said he was ignorant. And then when he finally finished school, which was on his own actually, because the university he went to was shut down and he had to finish his own education on his own. And by the time he finished, that one of his teachers who said he was ignorant, actually said he was an unparalleled genius. Someone who failed constantly and yet succeeded. I also think of the Wright brothers, you know, people who made the plane. There was many times that they failed. They started their interests in aviation in the 1890s, and they didn't succeed with a successful flight until 1903. 13 years it took them of constant failures. And when they finally did get a plane to fly, it was only for 12 seconds. But still, that's success. Even after after that 12-second flight, their inventions and stuff were still shunned and bigger planes were considered fake and a lot of things were disputed. And it wasn't till 1908, five years later, that the public finally thought success. It took them 15 years to succeed. I can think of some biblical figures who had many failures. One of my favorite people from the Bible is David man after God's own heart. That's what God called him. A man after his own heart. And yet, when you go back and you read about David, this dude had a lot of things he did that failed. He coveted someone's wife. He committed adultery. He killed and murdered, lied. And yet he became the greatest king and a man after God's own heart. I also think of Paul. He used to be known as Saul. A great terror. He would totally just kill Christians and believers just like nothing. He made it his business to destroy the church. He'd go to door to door in Jerusalem looking for people who followed Jesus so he could throw them in prison. And after putting them in prison, he planned to hunt down Christians that they sent mail to or had anything to do with. And on his way, he encountered Christ and the rest is history. We all know about Paul. I'm sure he regretted all his failures, but he became an amazing person. There's many people I can think of that have gone through many failures. I can think of just, I know this may be kind of random, but Colonel Sanders, the guy who made KFC, you know how many times this guy tried to make KFC? When Colonel Sanders was younger, in his 20s and his 30s, he had a string of failed jobs and unsuccessful business ventures. And he had a short-lived legal career, which ended swiftly after he got in a fight with his own client. 
He didn't have a job selling insurance, but he was also fired from that too. He had many, many different things that he went through and failed. He had a ferry boat company and it failed because a bridge was built nearby and his service was considered useless because now they could just cross a bridge instead of taking a ferry. They took charge of an of a oil gas station in Kentucky during the Great Depression and was forced to close it down. He opened a second service station that same year, which was where he started selling chicken to truck drivers for extra cash. However, he got an argument with a competitor and the competitor shot one of his workers and was sent to prison. Needless to say, that, uh, that, didn't, that didn't work out good. At the age of 49, he bought a motel, but he had to sell it at the start of World War II. Uh, one of his cafes burned down. Place that it burned down, he rebuilt it into another restaurant. And there was a new highway bypass that was built. And that place failed too because nobody went to it because highway bypassed it. And then finally, when he was in his 60s, he finally was able to get KFC up and going. And it wasn't till his age of 66 he had 600 locations, including overseas franchises. If you think about it, he was in his 60s, and he started trying doing stuff in his 20s. 40 years of failures finally had success. I know it's easy to look at failures and think, you know, this is it. This is, I can't do anymore. Or even look at a failure and beat yourself up for it because you think, I should have, I should have been able to do that. And one of the things we have to remember is sometimes success doesn't happen right away takes work, progress. And like I mentioned in some of my other podcast episodes, we need to start looking at the tiny steps that we've made towards success and acknowledge them and celebrate them. Similar as I said again before, um, similar to when a baby starts walking and they fail a lot. They fall, they might get mad, they might cry, but there's a lot of failures along the way. But eventually they start walking. Same thing with potty training. We need to start looking at failures as possibly being steps towards success. And it took me many years to look at my life and realize the success that I've had along the way. Because I used to beat myself up all the time. I labeled myself as a failure with everything. I was convinced that everything I touched just failed. And it takes time. I encourage you to just take a moment and think about your life. Whether it's you're going through a bad time now or not. Take some time to think about your life and acknowledge, acknowledge the failures, but acknowledge them in a different way. Acknowledge them as in steps towards success. Now I know there is a small percentage of failures that never become a success. And there's a small percentage of failures that never should become a success. Like someone failing to hurt somebody. That in itself is a success because they didn't hurt them. And hopefully they learn from that. And that can be a step towards success of learning not to hurt people or not to cause harm or something in that way. But most times I would say, just look at your failures and look at the tiny steps of success along the way. Even if they may be failures, they can be lessons to be learned. And in that they become something good. So there's two verses I can think of that correspond with this. And that's Romans 8, 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. And in Genesis 50, 20, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. And those verses I can look at as you've had failures along the way. Some of those may have been attacked by the enemy, but in the end, God always uses it for good and turns it around and intends good for you.
Again, I hope this leaves you encouraged to not give up, keep fighting, to keep going, to keep pushing through. I know it's not easy. I know it can be really hard along the way, exhausting, might even make you upset and angry, and that's okay. But like I said, take some time to acknowledge that some of your failures were steps towards success. God bless. You have just listened to Tea Time with Chris, a podcast filled with hope, faith, joy, love, and occasional laughter. We hope you enjoyed it and continue to stay up to date with us at teatimewchris.com. God bless. <laughs>